gotta let the beat go a little bit. There you go. Before we get to it. <laughs> Call to the booth. Week five. Week five, right? Week five, indeed. I'm, ha hey, I'm happy. Five, I'm man. happy. Games are being played because. Yeah, we made it through five weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm fresh from practice myself, man. So you know, it's it's crazy because. The NFL got the COVID stuff going on. I'm here in Dallas and you football and, you know, we trying to operate and, and not have any issues. And to this point, we ain't had any issues. So it's crazy, man. Fresh off the grass to the booth, man. What we got, what we got going so today? We, we got a, a bunch of good stuff. We're going to play our second half of that Emmanuel Sanders interview. We're going to go over some wide receiver defensive back matchups. And then obviously uh, two of your former teams, the Denver Broncos and the Patriots are going head-to-head uh, -head this Sunday, so we have to talk about that matchup. But before we get to all that, um, can you describe what football is in Texas for our listeners and viewers? Because I lived in Houston for a while. I kind of <laughs> understand it, but people, I never understood it until I got there. Can you kind of put it into a couple of sentences for them? It's, 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 it's leveled up. Put it like that. So, so... Our high school football is the NFL. Our middle school football is like college. And our, our youth football is high school football out here. So we cranked up. It's leveled up out here, man. You would be, be surprised at the enthusiasm, the, the, the support, man, how big youth football is. I'm talking five-year-olds and up, five- to 12-year-olds. You would be surprised how serious they take football out here at the majors, man. But, hey. We fully involved, man. You got to get with the program, and we with the program, baby. North Dallas United. We with the program, baby. I'm with you know it. I'm saying we trying to do something. So let me let me let me think of. Uh, okay, so remember last show we were talking about the Z receiver, right? Yeah. I just learned that I'm 33 years old. I just learned exactly what the Z receiver is now. Yeah. Even though I knew my football, didn't know exactly what the Z receiver is. At what age in Texas will somebody know about the Z receiver? How, what, by, what age? By, Go ahead. By, by eighth grade, by eighth grade, you'll start knowing he the X, he the Z, he the S, and stuff like that. So by eighth grade, by eighth grade, uh, it's youth football. It's probably not in youth football. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe twelve, maybe twelve years old. But most likely thirteen. When, once you get to middle school football, you'll probably learn. Already locked in. Okay, uh, real quick mm -hmm. before we get to uh, the matchups. Oh, and we're also going to talk about some young quarterbacks. Uh, but before we do that, uh, Akib, I think you're doing a, a little treat, and I know we mentioned it for the fans in our uh, show earlier this week. Can you give them a, li a little reminder of what's happening for fans of the show? Man, you got to subscribe. You got to rate. You got to review, you know what I'm saying, to enter the contest. And, uh, you know, you, you take a picture. What they do? They take a picture or they subscribe yeah. or rate and review. They take a screw. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. email it. Yeah, they Tell them what they do. Yeah, Tell yeah, them what they do. I'll do that. You don't know what they get. They'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they do a screenshot uh, of them subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Reviewing, especially on the Apple iTunes podcast, is a big thing for those. If you're listening to podcasts, you yeah. know how important it is. So go ahead and do us yeah. that solid right quick. Uh, so do that for us. Send us a screenshot to calltotheboot at gmail.com. Send us a question or a score prediction for that New England Patriots and Denver Broncos game. The best answer or the closest score prediction or the best fantasy football question within that email. We'll get them what Akib has given up. We're going to give you a signed jersey, baby. Broncos fans, y'all going to get a signed jersey. 
We're going to pick a Patriots fan. Y'all going to get a signed jersey. So, man, subscribe, rate, and review into the contest. Get you a jersey. Yeah, no, expect, hey, and during these times, getting a free gift is more than welcome. Uh, you feel yes. me? From, and all you got to do is subscribe, rate, Simple, and review. Couple, That's easy work. Right impresses. Right That's all. Ain't nothing. That's easy <laughs> work right Ain't there. nothing. Uh, speaking of easy work, uh, we want to get to those uh, A-plus matchups. So, Man. Matter of fact, uh, let's see what, what we got here. So might as well just. These, but these A plus matchups have been a little harder than we thought, yes. man. It's, it's it's a lot of guys who followed last year not following this year and and injuries and so on, man. So we trying, we trying, we trying to get it right, man. But we guessing just like yeah. y'all. So man, it, we having fun. We having fun yeah, with it. Yeah, it's it's kind of out of control this week. But before we do that, my bad. Uh, let's do the uh, no fly zone. How can we do an Akeem Talib show and not talk about the no fly zone? I'm bugging. Uh, so let's do that. Yes, sir. Uh, not too many changes this week. We had uh, nah. Indianapolis Colts still number one. You know what's wild about that? Still number one. A lot of people they bought out. Yeah, and not a lot of people are like, oh, the Colts defense is nice. You were on it yeah, like a week nice. before them. I had I had a couple homies come in the gym today or yesterday. Like, hey, I didn't even know about the Colts defense until yeah. <laughs> Check the show out, man. I'm going to put you on some game. Exactly. No? Nope. <laughs> uh, the newest entry uh, are the Kansas City Chiefs. They moved all the way up to number two, knocking out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which were at five. Right. Real quick, why did you put the Chiefs in? Man, the Chiefs been balling all year. So I didn't have a man early just because I thought, you know, it, it's. I didn't know if it was real or not. I didn't know if it was going to be, I'm going to put him in, and one week y'all come in and give up 380 yards, five Got touchdowns. Looking, they're I have you looking crazy. <laughs> Had me looking crazy, right? So they 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 put it together this year, man. I think they they looked at all the top quarterbacks. Well, not all of them, but Lamar, Deshaun. They looked at some top quarterbacks, man. They they balling out. They third in pass defense, and and you know they creating turnovers. Tyron had a pick to the crib last week. Felton picked in the game, man. They. They balling, man, so we got to get them up there. Simple as that. A, a unit that was not balling. Uh, oh, and actually, uh, Paul, our producer here, pulled up a tweet uh, when he saw the new call to the booth rankings uh, with the Chiefs yeah. at number two. Tyron Matthew, previous guest on the show, uh, his response to the rankings said, rolling the <laughs> dice on the cement, OG. <laughs> yes, sir. He already know what time it is, man. I, when we, we He came on the show. He said, man, give us a couple weeks. We'll be on there. And, hey. He stayed. He stood on that. He stood on that. A couple weeks passed. They still balling, and they on the list, man. They number two. They ain't going nowhere, man. He got them boys. I told you, Tyron, one of them glue guys. He got all them boys thinking they locked down corners and locked down safeties, and that's what one guy can do to a group, man. So, hey, Tyron, keep doing your thing, baby. Hey, y'all ain't going nowhere on this list. So, uh... Also dropping out were the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's because Justin Herbert yeah. went off on them. And because we got to yeah. get through the show here, we'll save that discussion for another uh, topic. We'll talk about that Tampa Bay secondary at some point. Uh, but we have to discuss uh, the quarterback play coming out of the list of Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert, uh, we talked about him earlier yeah. this year. Tyron Matthew mentioned him and how well he's played. And so I want to play a little game with you about picking a young quarterback versus another. But real quick, yes or no, do you still believe the Chargers are going to the playoffs? No. It's uh, it's, it's other teams emerging in the AFC, man. And uh, it's teams in the eighth and ninth spot, like New England teams, I think that's going to be okay once Cam get back. But uh, teams like Cleveland and the Colts, and, and sometimes they showing up, man. So 
I don't know if the Chargers are going to make that top seven no more. I, I, I got to say no. All right, so you have the Chargers making not making the playoffs anymore. Understandable. Uh, so let's go through some quarterbacks. Justin Herbert has looked impressive regardless of how we think the season might end for the team. Pick one. Mm-hmm. Ready? Joe Burrow I'm ready. versus Justin Herbert. Mm. Out the gate like that, <laughs> huh? Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Uh, sh- let's go Herbert. Tough call. It's a tough call. Uh, we've seen Herbert. Look, he looked impressive so far, but and Burrow's been throwing a right. lot. Um, they both look good. They both look good. So I mean, you, 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 hey, you gotta. So why yeah. Herbert? You gotta pick you got, somebody. I right? know you gotta pick one. So why? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think Herbert just looked a little more comfortable to me, man. He's sitting in the pocket. He's throwing deep balls downfield. Just, a, I think he, I think he, he, he caught the speed of the NFL a little bit more than Burrow as at this point right now. And also, too, you have to, when you're factoring in young quarterbacks, you also have to factor in their offensive line. Uh, the time I spent in Cincinnati, the Bengals had some of the worst offensive line units, and that's still <laughs> that's still some of the case now. So. <laughs> You know, you know it more than anybody. Keep you need a good offensive line. Yeah. If you want your young quarterback yeah, I'm, to perform well, I'm on, on on that matchup. Well, on on this whole little game we finna play, I'm just going on how guys playing right now. Who who is in command of the game right now? And I feel like Justin Herbert is he's in command of the game more than Burrow right now. I tried to get this guy into the DFS lineup, but you wasn't wasn't having it. Uh, our next matchup: young quarterback versus young quarterback. Daniel Jones versus Sam Darnold. Mm. I thought Sam Darnold was gonna be. I'm, you know, it's a lot of hype. Everybody like he's gonna be this. He's gonna be this, and I'm really waiting for that. I haven't seen that yet, man. So I'm going Daniel Jones, man. I'm going Daniel Jones right now, just cause I had high expectations for Sam Darnold, and I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I I still see him struggling for multiple weeks. Then he play good. Then he's struggling for multiple weeks. Then he play good. So. I'm going Daniel Jones, man. I'm going Daniel Jones. He got more control. He got more command on the field right now. And if there's one thing for sure, uh, Daniel Jones definitely has better weapons. Um, but we ain't playing GM for the Jets today. Uh, the, ne- uh, <laughs> the next matchup, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. Oh, these are some tough matchups, man. Uh, I'm starting a team right now. Who I'm taking, Deshaun or Kyler? I'm taking Kyler Murray. I'm taking Kyler Murray. Uh, not factoring, not factoring in the contract now, because I know <laughs> I ain't factoring nothing but but how they playing right now and command of command on the field. Okay. So I, I like how I like how Kyler Murray's running the ball. He 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 running the ball a little bit better than Deshaun right now, and I think he got better command on the field right now, man. He he's leading. They losing games lately, but uh, I think I think he's running the show a little bit better right now. Ready for this one? Last one. Josh Allen, Jared Goff. Oh, not my dog, JG. <laughs> Man, I gotta pick I gotta pick Josh Allen because I mean he got at full control on the field right now. And uh I mean JG do too. But you know, I think if we switch them teams, if we switch teams, I think Josh Allen will hop in with the with the with the Rams and the Rams won't miss a beat. But I don't know. It's a lot of what a lot of what Josh Allen does in Buffalo is him creating, throwing guys off, and buying that extra second himself. You know what I'm saying? So 
If they switch teams, I don't know if JG had, had the same success over there because he's not a guy who just throw guys off of him and, you know, break tackles and create the extra second like that. He more is going master the scheme, master the offense, and run it like that. So I'm going to go Josh Allen, man, just because he, he balling a little a smidget, a little bit harder. He got a little bit more command on the offense at this point. Uh, speaking of command of the offense, let's go ahead and go to the A-plus matchups or try to go to the A-plus matchups because ain't nobody hard out here. Ain't nobody shadowing. So we'll just talk about some good matchups between the top wide receivers going against top secondaries. Which matchups are you looking at? Uh, let's start it off with O going against that top, that number one ranked secondary right now, them Colts, man. So uh, the Colts won't follow. Rose will be on that right. I mean, Rose will be on the right and, uh, and uh, Moore, he'll be on that left. He gonna go to the slot. And uh, what's my dog name? He got a funny name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rocky, he gonna come in. He gonna come in on that nickel. So uh, they play a little man. They play a little cover three. They have mixed some cover two in there on long yardage situations. But uh, it's gonna be a matchup, man. The the Browns is hot right now. And and O on fire right now. So I'm ready to see him. I'm ready to see how they how they plan on guarding them. Where the help come from. Who they gonna leave open? Who gonna get the one-on-ones? And I feel like Baker in his bag right now. So man, he making good throws. He giving his guys a chance right now. So I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see what O can do against the secondary. This is the best in the league. They linebackers play a big part in their uh, pass defense as well. So we'll see, man. They linebackers patrol that underneath in that cover three. They tackle well. They get guys on the ground. So so we'll see, man. So he, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited to see. So here's the circumstance. No Nick Chubb. So that means Kareem Hunt mm -hmm. is going to get a, a wealth of the carries. Uh, the Browns have been a run-first team. As you know, the Colts mm -hmm. have been a great defense all year long. And in that linebacker unit as well, they're great at stopping the run. We know how the Colts operate. Uh, I think T.Y. Hilton hasn't had a 76-yard uh, receiving game since Andrew Luck. You know they're going to run the ball right. with Jonathan Taylor. Um, so that clock mm -hmm. is going to run really fast if the the Browns are still intent on running the ball. The Colts are still intent on running the ball. Uh, we got a great defense from the Colts. Over, under, 75 yards receiving for Odell. Oh, I think you're going to have a bunch of targets. When you come off a three-touchdown game and that week of practice is just, you the one who got all the bounce in practice that week, man. So I think a bunch of targets coming his way. Against that number one secondary, though, 75 yards. I'm going to go over for O. He's going to go. He gonna, he gonna have so many targets, man. He catch eight short passes. It'll be over at 70 yards. So I'm going to go over. Over 75 yards for Odell. Touchdown, yes or no? No touchdown. Okay. Uh, no no touchdown. So the other matchup I know we want to look at and no no receiving no receiving touchdown. Oh there you gotta make that you gotta make that clarification yeah. with OBJ because do that matter do that matter though so no nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the coach gonna focus on him so much no touchdown man you come off a three touchdown game you playing the number one defense in the league one of the number one defenses in the league they not gonna let you score this week they gonna be on the reverses they gonna be on you on the pass game. Somebody else going to have to score the touchdowns this week. Okay. Uh, and then let's look at one more matchup. I think we wanted to focus in on that battle of Pennsylvania between Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles, Ben Roethlisberger, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, we're going to look at, I guess we'll take a look at Ben Roethlisberger's passing attack against that Eagles yeah. secondary that's improved from last year. 
Yeah, Slay, Slay gonna be on somebody. We don't know if it's gonna be Johnson. We don't know if it's gonna be Juju. But hey, Slay gonna draw one of those guys in the matchup, and I think the other guy gonna be the be the one who who Big Ben likes, be the one who Big Ben targets a lot. So I don't know who it's gonna be. We've been wrong in the past here on the A plus matchup. You know what I'm saying? Happens to the best of us. It's them. gonna be. It happened to the best of us. You already know that. It's it's gonna be Juju. It's gonna be Johnson. One of them, man. But Whoever he's on, I don't think they have a day. I think because they got so many weapons over there with uh, Big Ben. He spreads the ball out, man. He, he pick and choose who he want to throw it to week in, week out. So I think uh, whoever whoever don't draw Slay, they'll have a pretty good game. And so we've talked about the presence of Nicole Roby Coleman as a slot corner too mm -hmm. and the impact that yep. he can have. And so looking at that, that wide receiver, as you referred to, uh, might be the key here. So let's do this more likely to score a receiving touchdown juju juju wait, one sec well let me get let me get it juju and deontay johnson or chase claypool and eric ebron mm, i like ebron i'll say i'll say juju and deontay though juju and deontay one of the one of those two will have a touchdown okay uh over under on mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger passing touchdowns because we know that Eagles rush defense is a strength of theirs. Two or two or more, or two like two, two, two over under two. two. Sorry. Yeah, he had two or more. Okay. Big Ben. Yeah, he had two or more versus Philly passing touchdowns. Okay. Uh, maybe so maybe a, a under day for James Conner. Uh, I think that pretty much wraps us up here. A big time matchup from Monday Night Football between uh, where we get to see our guest who's coming up, Emmanuel Sanders, go to work against the Chargers. Should be a lot of fun. This interview, if you didn't hear, the first part of it was hilarious on Wednesday. More of that in our interview mm -hmm. coming up next. This is Call to the Booth, and those were kind of, kind of, your A-plus matchups. Semi, semi-A-plus, <laughs> but hey, we getting to it, man. It's more like a, so it's more like a B-plus match, the, the B-plus matchups, yeah, right? Yeah, like just an A-minus. A minus. It's still some good matchups, but it ain't A-plus. It ain't top of the line. You know what I'm saying? what's the rule? Gotta follow, baby. Gotta follow. There you go. It's officially week five. You know what that means, Harrison. Two of my teams, two of my former teams, they still feel like my teams. Two of my former teams is facing off, and it ain't no better way to get in on that action than, the, you know what I'm saying, get on DraftKings Sportsbook. Lock in. You know, we do have to discuss that. I wonder who you want to retire as as an official team. But maybe we'll save that for another episode. That's another episode. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving away all new users a chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. It's an offer that's really hard to pass up. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BOOTH21 when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. That can't miss offer, pick any team during week five, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 for $100 when you use the promo code BOOTH21 during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Now back to the show. Manuel, you have this big matchup on Monday Night Football. I know it's always good to play in a primetime game. Uh, before we get to questions about that, uh, word on the street is 
that you like country music. Uh, I wonder what's in the playlist to get ready for a big time game, particularly a Monday night football or Sunday night football primetime game. Uh, definitely don't listen to country music before games. I got I got to go on my mood. I got to listen to some young boys, some little baby. Some I got to listen to some some turn up. Some my turn country, up. I, my countryside is that's when I'm I'm tired of hearing the the ratchetness and the, and the craziness. That's that's my days when I go into the gospel, country R and B vibes. Right where I just want to mellow out and, and take my mind off and and just relax, right? But before the game, I'm turned. I'm turned. And, hey. uh, and one thing I'm trying to get changed in the Saints locker room, that, hey, they don't have that music playing, Lee. Hey, you need that music, Hey, man. <laughs> so, hey I can't lock I can't, hey, so DJ Swearing's you're out here. You know, y'all, yeah. y'all's personalities. Is, hey, yeah. DJ hey, look, I'm going to bring my own little box, man. He said, look, I need that music. Straight hey, up. I need, like, Walking around with headphones is cool. You take them headphones off and it's solid. It, it don't, it don't the feel vibe, right? The yeah. vibe. I want to yeah. vibe with E. I want to vibe with everybody. Everybody, you know? dog. Everybody. Right so. up. I can't listen to turn up music. I got to calm down before the game. I be so damn turned up. I got to <laughs> calm down, bro. So if you see me with like headphones or something before the game, I'm probably listening to Beyonce or Rihanna. I got Rihanna you anti. Mozart. I got to listen. <laughs> no. No, I said, let's know that Beyonce had that bitch on repeat. That we like the party. That's turn up though. No, it's it's, it's a vibe though. It's like oh okay, yeah. The one with three hundred, the one with Andre three thousand on there. You know what I'm saying? I listen to that or I listen to Anti Rihanna album, bro. I let it play. It's calm. It just keep me calm. I feel yeah. like the games where I be hella turned up. I come out there, I be doing shit all fast. You know, we play different positions. I yeah. got chill. Yeah, I gotta chill yeah, at my you position. Pay, you, know what I'm you gotta be patient in yours. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I try not to be too, too high when I go out there. I try to go out there calm, <sighs> calm. You know what I'm saying? Play, fill it out, make some plays. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's funny, yeah. bro, because we, you know, what I'm we play the same sport, but we trying to go into it a whole different way. Yeah, I'm going into a full throttle, like yeah, <laughs> you over, you over me, like you put your yeah. head on. I'm trying to, I'm trying to break your arm off. <laughs> you going into it like the more patient I am, the more frustrated he gonna get. Exactly, exactly. But if I'm I trying to be cool, I'm gonna lose. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Akeem used to have the Los Angeles Chargers in his top five no fly zone. I don't know if you've seen this yet or not, uh, Emmanuel, but he he named the top five secondaries in the league. Uh, and then obviously for people who play fantasy football, you got to pay attention to who he puts in that top five because you might not want to play a wide receiver or a cornerback or a quarterback, sorry. Uh, but first, before I even ask you about that Chargers secondary, you were on that Super Bowl 50 team. You got a problem with him labeling it the no-fly zone power rankings? <laughs> not at all. They created it. Yeah. Okay. They created it. They, they, they branded it and stamped it. And I was proud to be a part of it. <laughs> Straight up. I was proud to be a part of it. Man, I'll tell you, when I when I can't when I can't plan it and with that defense, like I I, I got a full night's rest because I knew like I ain't really had to do too much. I just had to make my plays. If we right. put up we put like right now, if we put up 30 or we put up 20, it's a wrap, right? So I mean they they branded the whole no fly. So, you know, that's him and Chris Harris. That's their thing. So when I had saw the no fly zone. Uh, like the rankings, I thought that was dope, dog. I I, I think is I think is re really dope. We got the chart. We got the charges this week. 
you know, I, with, with Chris going over there, I, I thought the Chargers was going to have the best secondary, man. No, they did, though. But they did. Chris went down. Chris hurt. So, yeah, exactly. you, know what I'm you know how that go. And then, <laughs> boy, Tom was, hey, Casey Hayward, you my dog. You were bombing. But Tommy was on his ass last week, bro. <laughs> Tommy was on his ass last week. I'm talking about, y'all want to play cover three? I'm throwing phase at Casey Hayward. Watch yeah. it. On yeah. his ass. Five phase. They caught three of them. Yeah. Straight up. Y'all got to come out somewhere with receivers, though. What you, hey, y'all hey, next. Receiver court. We gonna call them something. Come with, you know I come with them nicknames, all that shit. So uh, we gonna come. We gonna come up with something. We gonna get a top five wideouts, top five receiving cores of the yeah. league. I tell you what, though, as far as like my top receiving cores, you know, this I, top receiving cores. Obviously, I wouldn't say me and Mike together we haven't played, but man, I like the Rams receiving core, dog. Cooper Cup, them boys be balling. Them boys I got, nice. I got, I got a lot of respect for him. Them boys nice. And the Falcons, the Falcons, yo, Calvin really, man, from a wide receiver standpoint, the routes that he running, just watching film. I got, I watch his film all the time, dog. Just, and he got gas. Man, hey, hey, he's something special. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. You never think that somebody would get Julio a run for their money on the same team, but Calvin really, he really out there like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Balling, balling. So. You know, that that right there, I'm going to go top two right there. That is just watching film on it, man. Them two wide receiver cores going crazy. Cooper Cup went crazy last week. Yeah, he did. Yeah, man. Uh, another another thing that I want to talk about, since you just mentioned receivers, Akeem's a little different. Like, if he was podcasting during his playing days, he won't get called out for his fantasy football performance because in fantasy football, they just label it as defense, right? But yeah. you're a wide receiver. So if yeah. you come back – with a five-point game, six-point game. You might have had a good game, but those six points, fantasy football people who, who have you on their team ain't too happy. How, how, do you, how, do you balance, how do you balance that now podcasting so you don't get people coming at you more and more? If you don't get a tud, as, as Akeem would say, you know, you're going to face it. You're going to get some negative commentary. It's, probably, it's not valid, but you're what still going to get it. <laughs> what you going to say to him, E? Man... That happened to me. You know, Mike Thomas went down. And I guess everybody, everybody picked you up. <laughs> I think I had one catch. It was versus Oga. I had one catch in the fourth quarter. And man, I go to check my Twitter, man. I got like over 300 mentions. Everybody. <laughs> hey, Lee, Lee, I'm on the bus, man. I'm, I'm typing it out. I really want to cuss him out, dog. Yeah. I Typing it in the racing. Hey, that's it. Typing it in the racing. Hey, hey. And then I five minutes. I say, man, press in, dog. Press in. Just press in. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I can't do but it. It's the same situation we're going through. They just going to ride the way. That's it. Ride the way. Now look look at this past game, right? Now they saying, oh, man, you know, I said Emmanuel. And, I, you know, I picked up Tyler Lockett. Now Tyler Lockett going through it. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. week by week. You week know, by week, man. Yeah, you really can't take it personal. You get what I'm saying? But at the same time, it does bother me because I'm feeling how they feel. Exactly. I'm feeling how they feel. So, like, obviously, I don't go into no game saying that, you know, I want one catch. So I'm already feeling like shit. You know what I mean? And then reading their comments, I don't feel like dealing with their shit. But you got to deal with it because, you know, it's part of being a professional athlete. Yeah, it is, man. It's. I'm glad I'm just on defense, though. You know what I'm saying? If we ball, we ball. <laughs> yeah. If we don't, we don't. You know what I'm saying? They, they got to call, call us out as a group. You feel me? Yeah, 
Them fans can't get disrespectful, though, Oh, man. super disrespectful. Ones I want to write back, like, I want to hit them back, like, man, look, I don't go. What you about your fans? Y'all <laughs> 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 going to a game, man, Joe, Joe the Plumber in, in, in Idaho. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I need him 33 points. Like, hell no, I'm going to a game like that. Nah, man. But, it's all fun though. It's all love. We get we keep them fans entertained. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, no that's what we love to do anyway. You know what I'm saying? We keep them fans entertained. Y'all play y'all little games, man. We'll do our best. That's make it. y'all win y'all little games. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, Emmanuel, uh, you entertained us on the field. This interview right here was damn entertaining. Uh <laughs> thank you for coming on. I I'm sure I, I, I already knew that was gonna be every time. Man. <laughs> hey, hey Hey, me and Lee used to go at it. Like, we were sitting at the table and debate back and forth. Back and forth. I'm talking about, hey, all day long, boy. All right, before we send you guys home, we got to look ahead at the primetime matchups. And if you're an Aqib Tlaib fan, you're going to have a lot of fun watching uh, his two former teams go head-to-head or try to have fun at least. We've seen COVID-19 uh, really have an impact on the league, and we saw that again on Wednesday. Stephon Gilmore, one of the top defensive backs uh, in the league, and obviously for the New England Patriots, has been uh, diagnosed with COVID-19. Uh, obviously, we wish him and anybody who's impacted by that well. Uh, but let's talk about the football side. How do you think Bill Belichick is handling this in that New England Patriots locker room, especially with Cam Newton also getting uh, diagnosed with COVID-19? just last week as well. Yeah, I'm, I bet uh, Bill got somebody in charge of, you know, the setup and the test. He got somebody who do their job, and I, I guarantee you Bill is just letting them do their job, man. He he trying to he trying to keep it to a minimum around there. Uh, he trying to focus them on football. We got a game coming up. If the game is going to be played, Bill going to go throughout the whole week like we playing this game, you know what I'm saying? So I know that's what he going to do. He going to make them focus on football. You know, the, the hardest thing must be, and I'm sure you've been talking to guys, it's like, yeah, you go to practice, yeah, you go to the game. But there's so many, because they're not in the bubble, it really is an yeah. A to the B to the C, gym, home, facility, home, facility. And if you take that risk going to that C, that C location, whatever that might be, that's where things start to trickle out. Uh, what have guys been telling you about just like the restrictions that they have to work under and how hard that might be to keep I mean, it? Because they also have families too that want to be exactly, going Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So so that that C, is what you're talking about, is, is that's like a small portion of it, you know what I'm saying? Because you still got a wife who got to go to the grocery store, who got to, you know, go get her nails done. And she got her C that she go to. Then your kids got to go to school. I mean, you know. Maybe they play sports, man. So it's tough, man. It, it, it's tough. Not if you're not in the bubble, it's just it's almost impossible to to stop somebody from getting it. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, it take two days, two three days for you know you got it. So two three days you done been around people, and I don't know, man. I'm I I'm surprised it took till week five for we had this problem. Honestly, man, I I thought it was gonna be an immediate problem, but uh. It, it, it made it to week five with three teams. So we on pace to week 10 had six teams. Week 15 had nine teams dealing with it. So, I mean, it's, it's less than what I expected. Yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy. And we're starting to hear talk about a potential week 18 uh, because some of these teams might have to pass on playing games. Make up a game. Yeah, right. and, and you know there's no owner that's going to sign up for a forfeit. 
Right. Is that just just not going to happen? Do it. That's not going to happen. You won't do it. And if there's a week 18, if there's a week 18, and that plays a factor in fantasy football matchups, there's going to be a lot of people mad. Obviously, there's more important issues right. than that, but how that might impact yeah. fantasy football would be nuts. Uh, but look, the Titans, the Titans might miss another game this week. So what is going to be a week 19 or are they going to take their bye week or it's going to get crazy, man. man. That's why I say, yeah, it's, uh, it's you spend that money. You get that bubble and you, you got all this understood, yeah. but uh, you don't spend that money. You don't get that bubble, man. It's, it's going to be tricky like this for 11 more weeks. Yeah, it's out of control. I could only imagine, um, that they have to go to the bubble when it's time for the playoffs because you can't start postponing Definitely. playoff games. It's out. Yeah, and you can't have Gilmore and Cam Newton out for the playoffs now. Nah, that's just that's not a fair situation, you know what I'm saying? So they got to be working on some type of bubble situation, at least for the playoffs. They got to. They got to. Uh, as of now, Sunday night football is happening, thankfully. And it's an interesting matchup. You're going to put Russell Wilson, who's probably everybody's MVP favorite at the time. They're 4-0 against the spread. They're going against the Vikings, who are getting seven. It's a 57.5 over under. Again, so Vikings are getting seven over under at 57.5. How do you think this plays out? Man, uh... Uh, everything says it's gonna be over fifty seven. That's why it's the highest over, uh, over under of the week. But uh, you know, Seattle been giving up a bunch of passing yards, bunch of bunch of passing stats. Period. And uh, and Seattle offense been lighting it on fire. So it says it's gonna be a thirty five to you know twenty eight type of game. That's what the, that's what the numbers say. But I don't know. I, I just like it. I like Seattle to really come out and, and, and put some work in. It, where where is the game at? The Harris? game's in Minnesota. In Minnesota, that's gonna help them guys out, man. So, I like it to go under the fifty-seven. I don't like it to get that that high. I like it to be, you know, you play that bad on defense for that many weeks, man. You gotta improve. At, you gotta try to improve. At some point, you gotta, you know, <laughs> at some point, you gotta you gotta stop the bleeding. At some point, so I think the bleeding to be stopped this week, man. But I do like Seattle to cover that seven points, seven and a half points. I think it's gonna be, you know, a nice. 31-21 type of game, and that's 52, so we under. Where the game at? The game's being played in Seattle, which used to be the home of the 12th band, but obviously that's not yeah. the case now. Not the case no more. But uh, all right, so in Seattle, man, yeah, I like them. I like Seattle to get up to that 30. I like Minnesota to take that trip. I like them to, you know, that's a, that's another, that's a West Coast trip. So I like them to take that trip, be a little sluggish. Man, get up about 17, 20 points up, man, and I think it'd be about 51, 50 points total. But I do like Seattle to cover that seven points, seven and a half points. So uh, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Chris Carson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson. Those are like the six primetime skill players that people have on their fantasy rosters. Yep. Which one has the best fantasy day out of all those? I'll go through them one more time. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Justin mm. Jefferson. Uh, it's prime time game. Lockett had three touchdowns last time, right? Well, he had three touchdowns. Lockett. He had. Well, he he had. He went ghost last week against the Dolphins. Uh, it was. He went ghost. Yeah, it was David Moore who ended up getting a lot of receptions. It was David Moore. It was David Moore. Back. It was David Moore. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, it's you know how Russell do. Russell just rotate that thing, man. So it's DK Turner. DK Turner had two touchdowns, ninety plus yards, and. Minnesota not really stopping nobody right now. So, man, let's go DK. DK and one going to have a day. Who would have thought that uh, that 
Minnesota Vikings secondary would be so poor. I mean, Harrison Smith is back Man. there. Um, I know he got ejected from their last game against the Texans, but and I know Xavier Rhodes left, but Xavier Rhodes, at least what he put on tape last year, people weren't encouraged by it, but they lost him and they went to a new low, um, at least so far. Um, putting a yeah. lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins uh, to be a, a throwing quarterback. Uh, but even though- yeah, I didn't think they secondary. I didn't think they secondary would be as, be that bad. I didn't think they'd be bad as they is. But I thought they'd play. I think they'd pick it up, man. They have vet, veteran group. I think they'd pick it up a little bit as as the season go on. Speaking of which, and picking it up, uh, we'll have to see the injury report because last week the Saints were out. Michael Thomas, which has been for a while, but they were also out. Marshawn Lattimore and Janoris Jenkins, and they still pulled right. off the win in Detroit. Even though Matthew Stafford threw for three touchdowns. Shout out to you um, if you played him. Uh, so let's go ahead and look at this Monday Night Football matchup. We talked to Emmanuel Sanders already about it, but let's go ahead and get your yeah. pick here. Uh, Chargers at the New Orleans Saints. It's in New Orleans, as you know, as I just alluded to. Chargers are getting 7.5 over under 51 points. I like this to be another about a 10-point win. I, I don't like it to be you know, no, no nail-biter or no nothing like that. I like it to be a uh, you know, pretty comfortable win for New Orleans. I like them to cover the 7.5. 51, I like it to go over, man. I like them guys to do, you know, come out and drop by 35 again. And and, and uh, the Chargers will give you 20. They'll give you 17, 20. So I like the, the New Orleans score to be up there. So I like it to go over that 51. Yeah, you know, and you know how the, the usual thinking goes when Drew Brees is at home. Uh, they run up the tab. Drew Brees at the home, at the crib, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, they run it up. We'll have to see what happens. And he's and he feeling himself. He's feeling himself, you know what I'm saying, coming off last week, man. Five straight tubs. He really got clicking. He finding that, that rhythm back, that timing is coming back. Yeah, going to be interesting, too, if Michael Thomas ends up playing because we know what's happening right now with that Chargers secondary. But I will say this. Right. I will say this. I'm low-key excited to watch Justin Herbert again. Uh, against yeah, that, man. Against Marshawn Lattimore, potentially. And um, Janoris Jenkins in that backfield. And then, you know, it's a bunch of man coverage. So it's going to be, you know, it's it's quarterbacks can be at their best, man. They know they get man coverage. You, you you find you a matchup, man. You throw it to that guy. I'm excited to watch him, too. Ooh, speaking of which, all right, so let's play this game and then let's go home. Uh, I'm going to name you the key fantasy football players uh, for both teams. Keenan Allen, uh, Hunter Henry. I, we don't know what's going to happen with Mike Williams. I know he's been out recently. Uh, Joshua Kelly, Justin mm-hmm. Jackson, and then on the New Orleans side, if he plays, Mike Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Jared Cook, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, and Traquan Smith. I just gave you nine guys uh, mm-hmm. who have all have the potential, talented enough to have a good game. Best fantasy football performer out of those nine before we go home. Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, Joshua Kelly, Justin Jackson, Mike Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, Alvin Kamara, and you can even throw in Latavius if you want to as well. Uh, Kamara going to win the day. Kamara going to win the day. They going to run the ball. They going to run it straight like they've been doing. And then uh, in the past game, man, uh, the Chargers played that heavy cover three. They drop. It's like a deeper cover three too. So, Drew Brees, they going to have some, some, some plays already set up to throw it to Kamara real quick and let him run after the catch. So, he gonna get some catches this week. He gonna get some rushes this week, man. He gonna get in the zone this week. Kamara definitely gonna win the day. Okay. Uh, so real quick, is Alvin Kamara on your fantasy team? Nah, he not. Who's your best player on your fantasy team? Best player on my fan- fantasy team is uh, Russell Wilson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that helps. Russ- 
Russ go ham for me every week, man. I, hey, hey, I love watching him. Yeah. Who's like? Let's go, Russ. Who's your um? Who's your like running back? My running back. See, I had. I started off with Mustard. He hurt. Uh, Malcolm Brown. I got my Rams running backs. I got Malcolm Brown. I got Henderson. But you know, I got I got I got Mustard McKinnon. Uh, you got the whole, you got the whole Henderson. running back by committee. Look, <laughs> I got the whole everybody by committee. So I just roll the dice and play two of them guys, man, and, and see what they do. Hey, you ever you ever you ever think about hitting up uh, Coach Shanahan or you ever think about hitting up anybody in general? Be like, hey, listen, <laughs> dog. I got hey, who playing? Yeah. <laughs> hey, who gonna get the toast this week, man? <laughs> hey, you got the roll. Hey, nah. don't act like you got the roller decks for nothing now. Like you gotta put that roller decks <laughs> to use. <laughs> nah, nah, I, nah I, I, I wouldn't disrespect them like that, man. I, I, I respect the game too much, Harrison. You know what I'm saying? To call them talking about who playing for some fantasy. I feel you know it, <laughs> but that I just guess. I just roll the dice myself and guess. I ain't mad at it, uh, but that's why they tune yeah. in to get the fantasy football advice. Good luck in week five uh, to everybody who's playing fantasy football. And for the football players who are listening or the football media people that listen, I hope you guys get to play or watch or cover. Who knows? It's been a crazy-ass time. Uh, any right. parting words, keep? Subscribe, rate, and review, man. Y'all stay safe out here, man. COVID ain't done yet, man. It's still upon us, man. Wash your hands. Sanitize, man. Wear a mask. Be safe out here.